welcome to the podcast. I'm Lou Caristo, creator of the upcoming independent pilot, Real Rap, produced by 8100 Productions and filmed right here in Spokane, Washington, aka Hooptown, USA. I'm excited to team up with Brennan and Spokecast to go behind the scenes of the pilot, give updates on what's next, and of course, talk hoops with some of the real gym rats of Spokane, Washington, and beyond. Please listen, um, follow along. This has been a labor of love. Uh, we got some great people coming up that we're going to talk to. Uh, our first guest will be Houston Stockton, a great friend of mine, and someone who's been hugely helpful to the process. So, and now let's get to the podcast. All right. Well, we have Houston Stockton, uh, my best friend since kindergarten, in the house today for episode one. Um, this guy. More than a friend, really, more like a brother to me, ultimately, um, collaborator with the pilot and beyond, uh, entrepreneur and a genuine real rat. So we'll get into a lot of that here, but I'm going to go back uh, to the start here, which was kindergarten for us, um, Utah. I wanted to see, because I feel like there's some debate um, over time of what actually happened and, and our first encounter. So I wanted to see how you remember it. I seem to remember a, like a recess encounter. What do you, what do you remember about that uh, day and just coming to school? I mean, I, I just remember, uh, we went back to Salt Lake, uh, later in school than, then. So, you know, the class had already been there. So I showed up late, um, and sat next to Luke and that, that's about all I remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any, playground beef or anything yeah. like that but i feel like correct me if i'm wrong yeah, well i feel like our parents and like other people have have made it into something different <laughs> now but oh, yeah. yeah so this guy comes into school about a month late i definitely remember that because you guys always came back from spokane every year about a mm-hmm. month late um would go to st al's right for a month correct yep, and then come here um let's fast forward so First hoop fest, I want to say, was about eight years old. Does that ring? Does that sound right? Uh, it sounds about grade, right. Yeah, third or fourth grade, we were as early as we could go. So that was my first time in Spokane, um, staying in the house that I'm in now, which mm-hmm. is funny. <laughs> um, what do you remember about early hoop fest days? Oh, I remember we were on the on the uh, short hoops, mm-hmm. um, and I remember being so competitive that I was was distraught over every out-of-bounds call, every missed shot, mm-hmm. uh, everything, you know, it, it playing in that meant, meant everything to me. And, you know, when you're a kid, you're competitive, can't control your emotion. I just remember, mm-hmm. uh, being flustered a lot, mm-hmm. but, uh, all, all for the will to win, basically. It mm-hmm. just, trying to get the dubs well shout out mike stock as well mike stonks as we call him he he was one of our other teammates another kid from utah and yeah my sister we just were with her last week and she loves to bring up how much we would cry when we lose and <laughs> i would tell her okay sorry that we cared tell so <laughs> shout out to tell um what else so well, spoiler alert as well. We also have a little bit of that footage um, in the pilot. We have some pictures. We have some footage. I don't think it was our first year. 
but it was right. one of the first couple and we went back and watched that footage and how funny it was was watching that oh yeah it's it's hysterical yeah i was right in front of a, a washington water power building um mm. right uh you know in the parking lot of riverfront park but uh yeah, it's it, it is hysterical. All the things I just described about about us as kids, and I remember uh, myself and Michael, my brother, we're the we're the scrappy, undersized guys, and uh, we looked like killer bees out there. We were pressing on every any time they're just trying to get it past the three point line to mm-hmm. to get the ball back in. We're we're pressing and and guarding everything and jumping every passing lane. Uh, looked completely out of control but it was uh definitely love to create some chaos out there right luke was more steady eddie <laughs> i was more i feel like Getting i was more groove, finesse. Hit, hit a jumper uh, yeah i was yeah. definitely like i was a lot wimpier than i thought i would be like that that was really my takeaway is that, like you think you're you know you think back like so fondly and then you look uh-huh. at it and you're like wow so yeah, a lot of a lot of film study to do still, but that was fun to check that yeah, out. Yeah, well, I, I definitely remember in my head being a lot better player at that age. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, and also, <laughs> so our first year, we should mention uh, Coach Pickett coached us. Right. Um, Kerry Pickett, legend, named the warehouse after him. Really uh, yeah, so he was uh, my, my dad's coach growing up, his grade school coach uh, all throughout. Uh, and then once we moved back to Salt Lake or moved back to Spokane, um, my dad bought the warehouse. Uh, basically, that was Coach Pickett's baby. So, mm-hmm. so he had the keys and he, and he ran that for, geez, how long is that? At least 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, just recently retired. But, uh, yeah, the Kerry uh, and Virginia Pickett um, field house, right? field house yeah. at, at the warehouse is uh, – memorialized now yeah. up there. And coach most of your siblings, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So he would always do kind of, uh, uh, for me personally, since I didn't sp- spend a lot of the basketball seasons living up here, it would be more personal workouts. Um, mm-hmm. So he's, he'd see something in my game, say, oh, you really need to work on on uh, when you lay it, lay it up, stop your feet so that you're not, running into bleachers mm. <laughs> after, you know, not going full speed at the end. And he'd have all these little things that, you know, we'd go uh, every few weeks, go go work on mm-hmm. something that I need to work on. It was a huge help for me. But he uh, uh, truly coached a lot of my siblings, especially my sisters, uh, for what was called the uh, Sandpipers, um, which it was there before my sisters went and it, and it continued after. Um, but they were a very tough Spokane AAU team competitive nationally, um, in the AAU circuits. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, no doubt about it. Coach Pickett can coach. Yeah. Well, he's a heck of a coach and I know balance. A lot of what you're talking about balance. That's something your dad talks about a lot. Mm-hmm. That's something I remember from him. Let's, uh, Let's fast forward a little bit. So you stay in Utah until freshman year of high school. So we're in school all the way up till we were like 15, hanging out all the time. Your family took me in like an extra child, basically. (laughs) So I was with you guys all the time. But um, you get back here sophomore year. 
full time going to prep. What was that like getting back here? Uh, well, first off, it, I didn't want to leave. You know, all I felt like all my friends were were in Salt Lake. Um, but uh, you know, all in all, I thought it was the right decision. Uh, but I wasn't completely unfamiliar with Spokane. Obviously, I spent every summer up here my whole life. Um, I did have a few. People I knew from the St. Al's days, um, from the uh, one month of uh, football practice mm-hmm. I would have. And uh, so so it wasn't completely unfamiliar, um, but it, tough part was starting over. You know, I had to start over in, uh, in all the sports. Um, you know, I felt like I was uh, established. I knew what my role was going to be. Uh, next year, if I was in Salt Lake, I'd know, you know, well, mm-hmm. I, I got a shot at being a varsity cornerback or, uh, you know, I can compete for a backup point guard job or something like that. And then coming here, you know, these coaches don't know me from a hole in the wall mm-hmm. um, and have to have to go earn earn their trust right off the bat. So that was that was a tough sports transition. Yeah. At least. Earn their keep. Yeah. What? Was there like a moment you felt like a true Spokenite or when you felt like you weren't going back for the first time or like you really settled in? Um, well, uh, I got a story. I had to basically bully my parents into making, making the decision on where we were going to stay. So my dad retired. We spent the whole summer here uh, in Spokane and – uh, football practice had started uh, back in Salt Lake, and and my parents still hadn't made a decision on where we're gonna mm. live. So I I sat them down as a uh, going in to be a sophomore in high school and said, "Hey, you guys need to make a decision because I I have things I need to figure out, mm-hmm. you know." So um, basically, pushed them into making a decision, um, and and that decision ended up being being Spokane. Yeah. Which was an awesome one because, you know, it was tough for me because I, I missed you guys a ton. But you guys ended up having a great career, you and everyone in the family. Great basketball career, great football career. You finish prep and go to Montana to play football. And I have a lot of ties to Montana as well. So does everyone in my family, as you know. But mm-hmm. um, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, since Real Rats really about hoop. Want to want to talk about your rec hoop days because we all know a little bit about those. I went and played with you there a couple oh, times. Oh yeah, life. yeah. But how often were you playing at the rec during that time? Uh, as as much as I could. Um, uh, off season every day, and you know it's one of the few places you know college college rec hoops. Um, but there's a game going from. 2.30 to, to 8.30 in, in, in the afternoon. And you can play as long as you want to, as long as you can stay on the court. And mm-hmm. some days, if we're on a roll, I vlog <laughs> three, three and a half, four hours, you know, mm-hmm. go home and fall right asleep, skip all my homework. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I love playing at the rec. Uh, even when I, wasn't, when I wasn't supposed to, I got in uh, – some trouble. Even I got singled out by my uh, head coach my senior year, uh, and it wasn't my fault. Uh, one of my teammates of turned his ankle 
playing pickup hoops with his friends in the park somewhere. And, <laughs> and I get made the example of as the guys playing too much hoop, mm. which that's funny. I which, never um, <laughs> uh, probably is true. Are you, that. so are you like bully balling at this point? Like, cause you're, you're playing football. Cause that one of the things I wanted to ask you, cause we just talked about this. What's a describe like a football hooper. Um, oh, football hoopers. Well, I never truly considered myself a football hooper, uh, but football hoopers are uh, exactly what you said. Um, they're bigger, faster, stronger than everyone on the court um, without the uh, nuance of a, of a skilled basketball player. So um, generally real hoopers and real rats are avoid football hoopers. You know, they're right. They, cause they might and, get hurt by them. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, but they have the strength and athleticism to be effective hoopers. So, right. um, yeah, that, that's a football hooper. <clears throat> yeah. We were just talking about it. It's always funny when you see the videos of the people online or whatever, where these guys are just going 360 or like mm-hmm. windmill, like it's nothing. But yeah, yeah. if you're out there, you're catching a knee to the thigh oh, probably sure. <laughs> or two. Um, you had a lot of football team success. What What's the fondest memory of your football career, do you think, if you had to narrow it down? Oh, geez. Um, uh, as far as the team success, uh, we had some incredible games. One game we came back from uh, first round of the playoffs. We were down 20, 28 points with – I want to say three or four minutes in the third quarter and came back and won by two scores. It was the most incredible. Who was that against? Um, that was against South Dakota State. Uh, playoffs? Playoffs, yeah. It was, it was one of the most incredible things uh, I've witnessed on a football field. I've Until this year and, and the Vikings, yeah, uh, yeah. I've never seen a comeback quite like that. So yeah. uh, uh Really cool. Um, we went to two national championships. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I remember mean, all, you, a lot of incredible team memories. Uh, and you had we talked a lot about running out the tunnel at Washington Grizzly. That's oh, that's kind oh, of oh yeah no never forget that no nothing nothing quite compares to yeah. that feeling. And you had a, a block punt. That's a highlight. I remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I probably probably one of my best plays is yeah yeah free blitz. Well, I, I wasn't supposed to blitz. So right. I was I was one of the guys who's supposed to block the uh, gunner, or, the gunners, yeah. and uh, but I saw an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I, I went, I went and got the ball. Real so, uh, reading the data, read and react. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coach said, "Nice play. Don't do it again." At halftime. <laughs> well, so you finished your football career. When do you officially come back to Spokane? What year was that? Uh, it was a couple years after, so I, I, I stayed a couple years in Missoula. Um, so I want to say 2013. Okay. Bartending. Got to give, got to give the Mo yeah, club. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I was bartending, uh, <laughs> at the, the Mo club, uh, yeah. the Missoula club. And, and did you, were you at J and D's a little bit? Jack and Anthony came out? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. uh, well, I've had multiple little jobs at, yeah. at Jack and Dan's. I bartended there for a summer. Um, I would come back on Christmas break um, and and pick up shifts for people who were taking it off for the holidays. Uh, when I was a kid, my grandpa would give me pay me in quarters uh, 
before the bar opened to go pull the chairs down, set out the ashtrays, mm, cool. and I'd go spend all those quarters immediately on the pinball machine. <laughs> um, but, uh, where was the pinball machine? Uh, it was it was over by the front door back in the day. That's when cool. Jack and Dan's was only mm. only uh, half of the space it is now. Okay. It, it didn't. There was a pharmacy on the other side of the building. Wow, I don't even remember that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, um, <laughs> Well, and that's one thing I want to touch on in that period, because that's one of the themes of the pilot, right? Is this something we've talked about, which is kind of that every athlete dies twice, period, right? So you're you're now not on a team, basically, mm-hmm. for the first time in your life. What was that like for you personally? Uh well, yeah. Once once football ended, um uh you know, huge mental commitment to to do that for for college for five years with my red shirt. Um, so five years, mental, physical, and, uh, I was kind of burned out. So, um, yeah, I quit working out, quit, quit. Uh, uh, wasn't, I was still playing hoops when I could, but then at that point I, uh, was kicked out of the student rec center. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. So what about when you came back here? Were you playing right away, like Sunday league? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, anytime I'm, I'm in Spokane, I'm playing. Uh, you know, I know where all the games are yeah. and uh, yeah. can get in. But, uh, yeah, while I was in Missoula, uh, games are not as plentiful. Um, Spokane is, is a unique place in that way where where there, there's always a game somewhere. Yeah. That's funny. Well, so you're staying active. You're hooping. You eventually get into development. Um, tell us a couple of those projects kind of over the last decade. Uh, well, yeah, so I'm a yeah, real estate developer, um, develop apartments and condos. Um, so, uh, done the, uh, Matilda building, um, right across from campus, right across from yeah. campus, um, on, campus. on Hamilton. Yep. Um, 57 unit apartment building, um, with, restaurants um and actually i uh, own a gym as well so empire fitness right below um right in, in that middle matilda. space mm-hmm. at, at the matilda building um so i run that with with my brother david my sister Lindsay. um and let's see uh, other projects um done a few few little things but then also did a a, a condo building um restructured a building into a condo, the, the Iron Bridge condos. So um, Across from Noli, across the river. Uh, yeah. Directly across the river from Noli. Yeah, so I've had, had a few projects, um, have have some things in the works right now, but nothing nothing in the ground. Yeah. Well, then, and we were talking before this, but got to give Empire some love. You guys are always doing cool stuff. I know you're doing the March Madness kind of promotions oh, right yeah. now. And yeah. you do all the Squattobers and all that. So. <laughs> Got to give the the team some love oh, for that. Yeah. And, you, and the tread classes are super cool. One of the most innovative classes really in town for runners if they're into that. So oh, yeah, no. got to give Empire, go get Empire fit. Um, appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So last couple of things we'll touch on, and then I'm going to give you the quick real rat quiz at the end. Um, we've touched on it a little bit, but let's talk about just your – hoop commitment over the years so you get you really get going after probably a couple of years back right here and so in your heyday like how often were you playing or like at your height Ooh, um 
yeah, obviously there's, it depends on how the body's feeling and all that and, and who's in town and, and what games are going. But, uh, the most, the most I would do is at one point I was playing six days a week, pick up, pick up six days a week, um, or, a or a mixture of pickup and, you know, uh, uh, rec league of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to ask you about that. So what leagues you played? Spokane league. So I, I played in the Spokane club. Um, yeah, Spokane, I had a really good league going. Um, I played in the love league at, uh, um, East central, uh, community center, which we got to give a shout out to that. Cause that's the one Deshaun Bedford, right. Right. And his yeah. partner, uh, Mike, did they run that or they ran kind of, the- uh, so no, I was run by a guy named Richie Fisher, but they, they had Deshaun, uh, funny for a rec league. And this is, this is unique, uh, especially in Spokane, but, uh, they filmed, they filmed our, our games, um, and then would put out a highlight reel mm. afterwards, which I thought was awesome. You know, <laughs> you know, you're playing and then you get the excitement of, oh yes, here comes a highlight reel. And, and they'd go through and they'd come up with nicknames for guys and they would tell you your stats and, and, and all that thing. And it was, uh, yeah, pretty cool experience. And that's uh, when where, that was going on. That's where the famous uh, Houston sink name was Two Scoops was uh, dubbed. And I want to, so we're, we're hoping, <laughs> I want to get Deshaun on next week because he's shot the Real Rap Pilot. And he, every time you come up, he's always saying, oh, Two Scoops. Two Scoops. Well, uh, for the, all 10 people who watched those <laughs> highlight videos, uh, those are the only people who ever called me Two Scoops. Right. Um, but, but it, it does endure. I still hear it occasionally. But that, but that is like, <laughs> that's. And I'm called two scoops because I, I shoot apparently a lot of uh, left-handed scoop shots. Right. Um, that's what I was getting at. Is so, that that's part of your game? That's you've that, always kind of had that. This yeah, sort of like yes, you're going hard to the hoop, and you're gonna shoot some kind of crazy left-handed something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would say at least 90% of the time it's with the left hand. Uh, but, yeah, I think I've – my uh, – I put up some u- unique finishes, right. I guess, is, is where that comes from. Right. All right, so that brings us uh, to real rap. So, like I said in the beginning, this guy, you know, you've helped me through all kinds of things in my life, but – there's a reason Spokane's called Hooptown. You know, like you just said, you're playing six days a week. Guys like you, Sunday League crew, which I would come up and play at in the summers when I was training for college. Um, and I'm playing in a little bit now across the way from you guys. But lifetime hoop festers and really just every kind of gym rat you can think of is going to be here in town, you know, and that's mm-hmm. that's part of the lore here. That's why I wanted to move here to shoot the pilot. So um that served as a big inspiration for all of this and mainly i want to give you a big thank you because as far as the project goes you've been in it since the beginning right so script notes you gave notes on script helped on set you played a noon baller in the film which is cool to have you in there (laughs) we were saying after we should have had you have some a speaking role so we could (laughs) have could have had him at least 
dropping something, but hopefully there, <laughs> there'll be more to come. So, but you gave editing, music notes, which we're still working on. You helped with the poster. List goes on. But what I was curious to hear you speak on is what what of anything have you found like the most surprising part of the process seeing it from start to finish because obviously you haven't done a lot of this well, I, yeah I've, yeah done nothing like this um yeah just the amount of, of people and resources involved um in shooting a film or or in this case the pilot um yeah lot lots and lots that goes into it lots of uh you know, getting things timed up, lighting, cameramen, mm-hmm. acting. I, it's just a, yeah, very interest, interesting process that I had no clue about, mm-hmm. never been exposed to it before. We had a cool day that, that first day on set when we wanted to try to shoot. And I'll, I'll talk about this with Deshaun, hopefully, but we, we shot kind of like up through the net and down. And we had to sort of figure out a way to do it, right? That it would actually work without having to get up over the hoop. And we were like, oh, maybe we could just fudge this with like a net and just put it on the camera. And we were like, oh, we don't have a net. And then you just were like, oh, yeah, we do. You ran over to the office, grabbed a net. We put it on there. And that, I think, I'll ask him next week, but I think that's Deshaun's like favorite shot of the whole film. So that's the teamwork that it takes (laughs) right there. All right, well, let's finish uh, with Real Rat Quiz. So this is this is first iteration. We'll tweak it as we go. Um, so anyone has any question, ideas, or thoughts, uh, let us know because these aren't set in stone. But meant to be quick hitter. So first one, what's one line, phrase, or demand from a coach you still remember? <laughs> You mentioned the hoops on don't play too much hoops earlier. Yeah. I don't know. One line the, from a coach. Uh what what was the picket? The stop your feet? That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can't remember the line specifically. You're just trying mm-hmm. to get me to not get out of position for rebounds and to break my shins on the bleachers. Yeah. Uh your dad had a good one. Well, he's has a lot of oh, them, yeah. but what's the operation was a success for the patient died. I oh, that, that that's, yeah, that's, that's his favorite when, <laughs> uh, you make a nice move, get open, get to the bucket and then, uh, and then miss the layup. Right. You know, yeah. It's classic. I never forgot that one. <laughs> um, let's do, this should be an easy one for you. What worst hoops injury and before you say just worse, lay, lay them out because you've had quite a few. Um, I have had quite a few. Uh, I had surgery on my shoulder, not hoops related, um, but I dislocated my ankle, had to have surgery, my right ankle, and tore my Achilles both playing hoops, um, just pick up hoops after. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not all fun games, <laughs> but uh, – most painful one by far was the dislocated ankle. Uh, mm. It was. What was the hardest to recover? Uh, I, I mostly came back from that one. Uh, the Achilles is more recent, and I'm older now, so it, yeah, I don't know if that explosion's ever coming back. But uh, so yeah, I think 
they're all similar recoveries, six months mm-hmm. on paper, a couple years on mentally, but, uh, <laughs> and, and, and none of them ever made you say I'm, I'm done. No, no, no. there's never a question. I, that's, um, see, that's a real rat right yeah, there. Yeah, there's never a that. question. <laughs> I, it was how soon could I get back on the court yeah. and, and get back playing. That's funny. Okay. How about, this could be a hard one too, but most embarrassing hoops moment. Do you have one that stands out? Oh, um, I can't tell you specifically, but I've definitely had had a few missed bunnies, you know, mm-hmm. consecutive. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't get a whole lot more embarrassing than that. Uh, getting ripped, that's always embarrassing. Getting too, ripped, yeah. yeah. Or, or if you uh, – well, uh, here's an interesting one. So uh, a young – I just told my dad this story the other day. But uh, young Anton Watson, so he's uh, – uh, he played with us all growing up. He played on my little brother's uh, AAU team and high school team and all that. Um, but he would play with, play pickup with us and he's still a young guy. He's a freshman in high school or something like that, but he's starting to become a really good player. And I remember I, I thought, yeah, I'll just, he's a young guy. I'll just take it right at his grill. You know, usually, usually that works with the young guys. And he gets a piece of it. Well, so I go, all right, I'll, I'll try it again. He gets a piece of it again. And so I, I did three times before my dad grabbed my arm and go, you have to quit doing that. <laughs> it's not going to work. And uh, shout yeah. out to Anton. Yeah. Um, he's well, a great at, player. At least, well, at least it was Anton and not right. a, not a uh, more amateur yeah. type player. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's a good one. I haven't heard that. Okay, how about number – Second to last one, favorite basketball movie. Ooh, um, I don't know. For me, it's always it's tough to beat Hoosiers yeah. for me. Um, I thought you'd say that one. That's a classic. Uh, you know, that's it. It always part of it always seems relevant to to what I am. You know, our team coming from Spokane, going to the state tournament. Mm-hmm. And you're playing against all the Seattle teams who are bigger, faster, stronger, and and uh, nobody thinks you can win those games. So that that's always the uh, Hoosiers always kind of yeah. gives me butterflies. Yeah, I think that one will always kind of stick around. March Madness too kind of makes me think of that mm-hmm. about to come up. All right, last one. This is a little vague. What what makes someone a real rap? And I'll give you an alternative. Who's who's the first person that comes to mind in Spokane if you think of a real rat? There's lot. There's <laughs> lots of real rats, um, but the king of the rats, I think, mm-hmm. is uh, Shan Furch that's, for sure. That's what I thought you'd say. Um, yeah, this guy. Oh, he's. I think he's in his, in his late forties right now, um, and. He plays with me three times a week right now as we speak. <laughs> and I think he has three other games going. And, you know, as the year goes on, there's sometimes a lot of people show up. Sometimes nobody shows up. But if Shan's there, you're going full court, whether whether it's five-on-fives or if it's one-on-ones, you go full court ones. And, 
and that's the uh, epitome of, of a rat. Yeah, totally. Um, he's not to- going to go to the gym and not get his run in. Yeah. I'd love to talk to him at one point. He's got the, the fingers going all the which ways. Oh, as well. yeah. Broken fingers that face every direction. Well, that uh, that wraps it up. Great work. Appreciate yep. you coming in. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. As far as podcast goes, um, like I said, we're hoping to get Deshaun in. We'll do a little bit more behind the scenes stuff. Um, we will do some updates on the upcoming pilot premiere will be very soon within the next six to seven weeks. Um, so we'll announce that soon and yeah, just stay tuned, follow us, um, give us, give us feedback if you have any, and we're excited to, to continue on. So thanks again.